Our mission is to ban the private possession of these magnificent animals. She wanted to shut down a zoo, and he wanted her gone. The so-called Tiger King. He is on trial, accused in a murder-for-hire plot. Joe Exotic is accused of paying a person to murder Carol Baskin. Long before he was ever indicted in these charges, Joe Exotic was someone that makes good TV, makes good news. Even if it's a train wreck, you can't help but look. He's a completely insane, gay, gun-toting, drug-addict fanatic. <sighs> what the hell have I gotten myself into? Tune in Japanese, a podcast where two done dare fellers who like tigers talk about tigers <laughs> and shit. My name's J- uh, Andy Exotic, <laughs> and with me today is that bitch, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, partner. Hi. How are you? You cool cats and kittens. <laughs> you cool cats and kittens. We didn't even make it that uh, far yet. You didn't hear that. No, I have not. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> hey, guy. Hi. Uh, that intro only means one thing. That means we've lost our minds and we needed something to release for a podcast. So Bill and I sat down for the last hour or so and we watched episode one of Tiger King together over... Netflix party. I finally got my dream. <laughs> yeah, he uh Bill has been wanting me to watch Tiger King since I think it came out um about ish. I'm pretty sure you were pretty an early adopter, I think, to the bandwagon. I, I, think, I think so. Yeah. So I was kind of let's use the term reticent about you know, like wanting to kind of jump into it, but uh I decided today that I would watch episode one. And I feel like if I had to watch episode one that you, the fans, have to hear us talk about this, because holy fuck was this an experience. It was an experience. That is a great way to put it. That's. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I, I know how you react to things, and I could just imagine the look on your face. And so I wanted to see the look on your face. Yeah, so we, so, okay, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Netflix show. If you're not sure what this is, we're going to Netflix. Netflix show. No, I did not. I, I think you said Netflix. I did not say Netflix. I have been drinking a little bit already. I know it's only five. I thought you were going to say it's, I have a Netflix account. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, Josh turned me on to Netflix and I just have not been the same man ever since. No, um, no. Um, if, for those of you who don't know, Tiger King is a an eight episode documentary Yep, with a with a supplemental ninth episode now hosted by Joel McHale, done over <laughs> iPhone interviews over FaceTime. Of course, Joel McHale got involved somehow. Like <laughs> this, this, this all tracks completely. It is a Netflix series that follows the life of exotic animal keeper 
zoo owner, here, I'm just going to quote it, completely insane, gay, gun-toting, drug addict fanatic, Yeah, that's... Joe Exotic. Later gubernatorial candidate. Oh, what? Okay, we haven't even get there. Hey, you know that thing at the very beginning where he's wearing all the Christmas lights? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, for those of you who normally tune in for anime content, we are in our middle in the middle of our uh, summer break where we review different things as part of our summer viewing program. Um, you might have listened a couple weeks ago when we released our episode of Elf Princess Rain with Superfan Matt. That was a lot of fun. And we're going to be recording an episode here soon with Adam from the Rundown Wrestling Network. We're going to be watching and talking about Detective Pikachu. I'm very excited to talk about that. Bill, in five words or less, give the fans a quick preview of your thoughts on Detective Pikachu before we get started on this. Cute. Not a waste time. <laughs> well, I mean, you kept it to five or less. I ran, uh, out, of so I ran out of words. <laughs> we'll be talking about that next time, but it's just Bill and I today, and we're going to be talking about this episode one of Tiger King. All right, so I've got to start, just before we, we just try to dissect what the hell this actually is. Yes. Bill, tell me a little bit about why Tiger King was so enthralling to you. And I know that asking you this is like kind of saying the same thing to anyone who got swept up into this over the summer or over, I think maybe it was like March or April that this like became such a big thing. But like... Mm-hmm. What, like regale the fans and myself a little bit about like what what is it about this documentary that like drew you in so much? They pace it really well. It's hard to believe probably right now just seeing the first episode, but I promise you it gets crazier literally every episode. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. No, it absolutely does. Like you will say that at the end of every episode if you have continued to watch. Like how does this get weirder? Uh huh. And I absolutely promise you it does. Okay. It's definitely weird. Um, I kind of, as we were watching, wrote a few random stream of consciousness notes in a document that I can't wait to put up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuning Japanese. Because it's, it's, I'm looking back over my notes and it's, it's absolutely wild. So I guess, how do we want to tackle this? Do we want to just kind of like talk through kind of what who this guy is and like kind of what the episode just kind of entails we're not gonna go point by point obviously yeah because the first episode i mean it's not really a plot per se Uh uh-huh and especially the first episode it's not so much events in the first episode as it's a setup episode so okay we so there's this guy yep joe exotic i I can't remember his real name as far as you know joseph shrevogel Although he picks up last names pretty much every time he picks up a husband. Oh, so like hyphenated last names or like changing his last name? Hyphenated. Well, he drops the Shrevogel entirely. Okay. He's, uh, I think he's currently Malinado Passage. Okay. Okay. In this first kind of setup episode, I think one of the things that was most intriguing is that you see him, you get this, like, montage at the beginning of him and, like, people talking about, like, the world of, like, animal captivity and, uh, like, small collections or, you know, small in quotes, obviously. Because right. he's got, what, like, 200 and some tigers they yeah, talk I think about? They, I think they said, like, a 167 or something, I think they said. Yeah, some, like, ridiculous number. And that's not counting all the other crap he has. Monkeys and... Sloths and... Sloths and panthers and lions and... All kinds of weird shit. They they set up and they show us, but then, like, as you're getting introduced to him, like, you also find that 
He is in jail. Is he still in jail? I believe so. Okay. That was a turn. And then they tell you the reason why he's in jail, which is attempted murder. Some of it. There's also there's other reasons he's in jail, too. Yeah, but I mean, the, the <laughs> she's dead, right? No. Oh, she's not? How much spoiler do you want? Uh, you know, I... I'm okay with some spoiler, I think. I think we'll, we'll give our, our typical spoiler warning here. Big spoiler um, warning. Okay. Was it a week or so ago, she was actually just awarded all of his zoo property. <laughs> she owns the zoo. What? Yep. No fucking way. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> huh. Wow. Um, uh, that's amazing. But yeah. so, okay, so then he didn't murder her, but he was uh, he attempted to murder her? He hired somebody, too. Okay, I got it. I it's got conspiracy it. to attempt murder. Gotcha. Okay, got it. Got it. I that is it that is a whole nother. Like I said, it gets weirder throughout. Yeah, oh, I imagine. I imagine. That's a whole nother thing. It's huh. it's a whole nother thing. <laughs> okay, so you know, I gave that long winded description of him that was, was a quote from someone yes. that was you know doing this. He's a mixed bag, isn't he? He is absolutely an anime character. That's why it counts. <laughs> <laughs> like. There were times when we're watching this first episode where I, I you know, I was laughing. I, he, he's he's charismatic. I, I liked him. There is a manic, insane charisma that he has. And sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad. Because, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, look at him, like, cuddling up with that, that cute cat. And then other times it's like he's strapping dynamite to the crotch of a... Of a of a crash test dummy of an effigy of his uh, mortal enemy, and then shooting shotgun blasts or rifle blasts at it to get it to explode, and I'm like sitting back here watching, going, "Oh, I mean, this guy's not so good." I would strap dynamite to a test dummy's crotch and shoot at it. Well, that sounds yes. funny, <laughs> but I wouldn't name it after somebody I personally disliked <laughs> before I did it. That's where that's where it gets a little fuzzy. <laughs> yep. A little morally gray, if you will. Yep. And then there's other times where, like, they there was a part in this first episode where he talks about because, like, he is he's gay. Yep. And he talks about like this really sad, like, like it was legit sad when he's talking about you know when he had to tell his father that he was gay and his father made him shake his hand and say, oh, "What? What? I can't remember what what the that rest he, of that was." That he wouldn't attend his funeral. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That he wouldn't attend his and, funeral when yeah. he died. Yep. That got to me. It's like, man, that's so sad and cold and 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 awful. It is. It's so like he's sympathetic, but like that sympathy only goes so far. Right. He's a very complicated person. Whether you come away from this thinking he is net positive or net negative, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say right now, I think he's probably net negative. Uh-huh. Um, there's enough positive that makes you if not root for him at least want to see what happens to him and right like when i found out carol baskins owns the zoo now like i wasn't sad for him per se but i was just like oh you know like yeah i was at least there with him a little bit like oh he's gonna be pissed oh i'm sure extremely like unbelievably Mm -hmm. so he runs this Tiger slash other animal zoo. I think it's the GW Zoo. The, the GW, which is Greater Winnowood, which is Winnowood is the town that he's, I think he's out outside of. Right. 
so that, what I found really interesting was getting to see the zoo, like 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 all the different parts of it, like you know, like showing the animals in the cages, showing bits of like the shows, right? Where like you know they would march out these like you know baby you know kitten little you know whatever tigers cubs yeah 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 and just just kind of getting a like a look at the the, the span of like how much cuz he owns like acres of land oh yeah it's huge it's uh 16 acres 16 acres holy yep. crap i knew that like private zoo collections and things existed i guess i just didn't know how prevalent some of that was like, you know, like how big these like private ownership, some of them are, you know, we get this, we get this guy, Joe exotic, but then we get the other dude out of uh, Myrtle beach. Yeah. Doc Antle. Yeah. Doc Antle. Doc Bhagava Antle. Yes. Which I'm sure is not his Christian name. I'm sure it's probably not. <laughs> and that, I think that was one of the most interesting things to me about this was just kind of seeing and getting like knowing now that like these places actually exist. Yeah, I mean, it's a fine line between, like, our local zoo is small, and, you know, it's attached to uh, Jack Hanna, or at least was. I don't know if he's still... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know either. There's even some controversy there, like, is that zoo big enough? Should they have the animals they have? But it's still a legitimate zoo. You know, mm-hmm. they don't parade out the leopards for you to take pictures with. And <laughs> But I guess... Like we kind of said when we were talking about it, I guess when people don't think people are going to do it and they don't specifically put laws in the books that say don't do this, crazy people are going to find crazy things to make money right up until they get stopped. And people who are presenting themselves as on the side of the animals even. Oh, absolutely. Like like we, we kind of see that in this first episode when they introduce, you know, his big rival, um, this woman, Carol Baskins, who runs a... Animal Sanctuary. Yeah, big, big Cat Rescue. Yeah, Big Cat Rescue. And, I mean, essentially, it's the exact same thing as what Joe was doing. It yeah, was, the, like, the way it's, like, set up. Pretty much. Um, and she makes millions a year off of it. Mm-hmm. I think the only differences that I've seen, and it's been a while since I watched it through the first time, so I don't know if I'm 100%, I'm almost certain she doesn't travel with the animals. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure she doesn't breed them. Well, it sounds like she's got she's she's she'll have like a lot of them coming in to her sanctuary as it is. Yeah, but the the kittens are kind of the money, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's what they're. But um, that's the other thing about her though. She seems to be she's trying to drive the other people doing something similar to her out of business, and then mm-hmm. take their assets, both living and and real estate. She's a little little Vince McMahony, like she is. She is. Taking over all the, the territories, essentially. Yeah, and then claiming, well, since I don't, you know, beat the wrestlers in the back, I'm saving them. That's a weird metaphor. <laughs> it is, but it's not inappropriate. <laughs> no, it's not. It really isn't, but it is very weird. So, yeah, so we're introduced to Carol Baskins. We see, we meet Joe Exotic, obviously, and then this guy, Doc. Yep. And I, it, again, it's it's hard to, like, I... I None of these people have a lot of redeeming qualities. <laughs> they don't. Some of the side characters, the people that work for Joe, are some of the better characters in the show. I love that we keep saying characters. Like, anytime we reference it, we always say characters. <laughs> like, these are real people. Yes, yeah. It's it's not fake. They're real. Yeah. But they are characters. Yeah. They they are sort of larger than life. Personalities. Even in the... the, the yeah, even in the, oh, what a character kind of way. Yeah, it... 
we're, we're introduced to, at least in the first episode, some of the side characters. You know, we have the guy who came in who, you know, had worked in, like, television production that turned Joe's weird little online <laughs> television program that he does to, like, actually to give it values, to make it look like the real world meets, like, the zoo, which was really bizarre. Yep, and that gets weirder as it goes. I'm sure I only saw a tiny bit of it. Um, he was the one that originally tried to make a Joe Exotic TV show. Like, he had documentary rights to do mm-hmm. with a bunch of footage on the, the camp, on the, the campus there. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's why I said it's kind of a reality, a documentary within a documentary, because mm-hmm. somebody was already doing it, and then somebody came out bigger and took pictures of the guys who were trying to make a documentary originally. How did the second group get involved in this exactly like what were they looking for oh that was the uh they were that was explained right in the very beginning okay maybe i missed it that was when they were you were freaking out over snakes is why you missed oh yeah because there's snakes all over this episode fuck that they were doing a documentary about private ownership of dangerous reptiles Uh, oh that's when they opened up the back of the, the the van or whatever yep and they had the snow leopard in the back of a van in a cage Guy's like, hey, come look at what I bought. And then they're like, well, why do you have that? And then he kind of fell down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. big cat ownership and uh, right. private zoos and yeah. uh, exotic pets. and Right, kind of going the whole nine mi- nine nine yards or whatever. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely fell down. I mean, I think this didn't really intend to happen so much as it just kind of naturally kind of unfolded. Which, spiraled out in front of him. Which, you know, good on him. He's... Probably made more money than... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's very comfortable now. Yeah, he's he's got money for his next project. We'll just say that. Yes. Okay, so what about some of the other side characters? Side people. Uh, the other players? Yes, the other players in this in this uh, this narrative. Uh, Eric, his head zookeeper, uh, the guy with the long blonde hair, looks like, uh, like, oh, like, yeah. like a roadie for Motley Crue. Yeah, 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 totally. Got the job off of Craigslist, never worked with animals <laughs> in his life. <laughs> He's actually a pretty sympathetic character throughout. He seems pretty kind. Yeah, in, in, in all, I think he is. And then Saf, who actually uh, is misgendered throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Saf is a trans man. Okay. And doesn't get any recognition for it till the Joel McHale... Um, supplemental ninth episode. Uh, okay. He actually asks him that question, like, "How do you see even there? It was hard for me not to say her because I'm so you. I'm so used to it for eight hours. 10 because hours, it, was pre- it, it was presented that way. Yeah, I kept hit, getting hit with it. He asked him, like, "How do you feel about being misgendered so thoroughly?" Mm. And but he was pretty cool about it. He's like, you know, I get it. And right, kind of that was like, I, it doesn't bother me. I'm, I get it. You know, yeah. That dude had a gnarly arm. That again is another spoiler that mm-hmm. that is a, a direct result of a tiger attack later in the series. I imagine. I, I assumed it would have been. And that is the, you know, the first thing Joe Exotic does when this happens? Huh. And they don't even bring it up. Like, it's not like it's a, a plot point. It's just something I pointed out to my wife as we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Was like, before anything else happened, he's wearing an EMT jacket. So he ran and got his EMT jacket. <laughs> Huh. Before calling emergency services, before checking on him. Wow. Before anything happened, he went and got his EMT jacket. Why? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> he, 
because he's the coolest and best person in the world and he's good at everything. I, I guess. It was so weird. That was also the incident that spurred the uh, the meme of, I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> that's that's he's standing. That's where that, that comes from. Yep, he gets on the PA and he ushers everybody out and he offers refunds or rain checks and <laughs> in his EMT jacket. And <laughs> of course, because uh, he's still not out there yet. And that's when he's just like walking back and forth and rubs his hands over his head. He's just like, I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> and Saf actually was back to. I think that was a Tuesday or something. Oh no! By Friday, he was back to work. Oh, fuck that. Absolutely not. I wouldn't go back to work there. I know, but he says, like, you know, the, the animals still need fed, and and mm-hmm. they still and it it wasn't loyalty to Joe or anything. It was, or the even animals. necessarily enforcement. It was, hey, I have a job there, and they're not going to eat if I don't, you know, go out and do my part. Cool, cool guy. Um, And then there's a boyfriend, husband? Uh, uh, John Finley. Okay. Uh, the guy with covered in tattoos, not wearing a shirt, missing teeth. Yes. Yes. He is, again, I don't want to get too, but there will be spoilers throughout because I always want to whet Andrew's appetite on what happens I later. I have heard that he has multiple partners. He and has. And I have heard that those partners may not be gay. <laughs> that's, yes. <laughs> Through, throughout the series, um, John Finley is presented as his first husband okay not actually true we find okay. out not on the show but we find i found out later through just like reading watching researching youtube basically yeah yeah john finley is actually the third man that joe exotic has been married to oh um he then marries a they then marry in a a third partner to them because mm-hmm. there was two single partner marriages mm-hmm. and then joe and john add another man who is at 19 years old at the time. Okay. The, to the group. Right. Both of which are, neither one claimed to be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they are enticed into it through toys and gifts and drugs. It sure oh. seems. There you go. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever, as long as they're happy, I guess. But like, it's. I think that's probably the problem. Yeah, no, probably. Probably. And some shit goes down that, again, I, I really don't want to spoil for you because I want mm-hmm. I want the impact of to hit you. Okay. Um, But by the end of it, he is married to a... Is his fifth husband? <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. His marital status changes quite a bit, um, <laughs> both in real life and on the... in front of the camera for the documentary. <sighs> that's that's crazy. That's... And it changes a lot, in... It's a lot to take in. It changes in very unconventional ways. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I'm trying to think if there's... Let me look over my notes here. Uh, let's see. What did I write down? Uh, this motherfucker is loading a gun in front of a tiger pen. <laughs> um, okay. So this Joe Exotic is in jail. That tracks so far. Uh, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've never been bit. Cue him almost getting mauled <laughs> by a tiger. <laughs> Um, why is he murdering her? Oh, jacket nipple tassels. I wrote that down. Yeah, his uh, <laughs> his faux Native American tasseled leather jacket with the like the silver pasties on the outside. Why are crazy people 
why do they have the also have the weirdest outfits? I mean, that does kind of track. I, I guess, but like, so we get we we meet Carol Baskins, and at one point, like we get like she's in her closet, and every article of clothing that she owns is some sort of cat print. I mean, I see nothing wrong with that. I know you don't, but like, <laughs> it was so extreme. It was extreme. Even I can admit that was pretty extreme. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Her luggage and her shoes and yeah, everything. Like you see images of her like talking before like Congress or talking to congressmen or other people of influence, and she's like got these leopard pants on, and I'm just like, oh, what girl. I- and she kind of says it, and it, it's probably true. On some level, that's branding. I mean, yes, I would agree with that. Like, you're not forgetting, mm-hmm. you know, she just, like, rolls up in, like, a standard, you know, power suit. Yeah. She's just the blonde lady who has a zoo. Yeah. You remember crazy uh, mismatch print lady, animal print lady. It, it stands out in your mind, for sure. Yeah. Like, like it's it's going to become memorable. Right. Okay, okay, okay. I know what I want to talk about. I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about his gift shop. Okay. Can we talk about his gift shop for a minute? Sure. So, like, you've been to zoos. I have. A lot of people have been to zoos. I know that, (laughs) like, you know, zoos sometimes are fraught with, like, kind of like this or some, you know, how well are these animals being treated? There's some ethical questions sometimes about zoos. Right. There's always a gift shop and these zoos, you know, will use that revenue, obviously, to help kind of support the animals and keep the zoo afloat. And I've been some pretty silly gift shops. Yes, I have as well. I have seen some weird shit at gift shops before. Now, (laughs) the GW Zoo run by Joe Exotic's gift shop here. Uh Uh-huh involves he okay so he apparently is a country star in his own mind yeah he has two dvd albums yep he's recorded 28 songs 11 videos i think he said yep 16 videos we see one of those videos we see excerpts of a couple of those videos yes he's like standing on the hood of of a truck playing guitar in front of a storm in front of a storm, and there's, like, baby tigers. I don't know what's happening. And like, I, I've i never 100% gotten verification one or the other, but I'm pretty sure, this is going to shock you, I'm pretty sure that's not his real voice. Uh, it doesn't sound like him. No. I'm sure he he hires somebody to rec- record the song. And I would his, not yeah. be surprised. He's got the money for it. Yeah, clearly. Had clearly. the money for it. Uh, yes, had. That's true. Um, okay, but it's not even that. Like, that is weird. But then there's a wall that it's turned into Spencer's gifts. Well, even before that, he's got his face on barbecue oh, sauce. Oh, yeah, barbecue sauce. And honey. A $12 barbecue and, sauce. Yes. Candles. Uh, and, yeah, candles and honey and, and whatnot. And that's when he hits us with the sex lube. Yeah, he's like, "Here's my sex gel," and I'm like, uh, "Sex gel." And I'm like, "Pardon me, wait, wait, you're what now?" <laughs> so you could apparently at one point you could get Joe Exotic branded lube. Apparently, I'm gonna go on eBay real quick and see. Oh what I- <laughs> God, I bet it's out there. It's got to be on eBay. I bet. I bet it's an exorbitant amount. I know. I want to see how much it is on eBay. And it's like they're like small little bottles of lube too. <laughs> Oh god, I'm 
in suspense right now. I gotta know how much this lube is. GW Zoo lube. Let's see. Oh no. I don't see any lube. Nope. I got a lot of t-shirts. Oh, no, no, no. Do you, do you search for lube or sex gel? I search for lube. <laughs> can you search um, for sex gel? I can. Uh, $20 for a vote for Joe Exotic Tiger King presidential campaign condom. Wait, pre- wait <laughs> Phil. Yes. Can you please indulge me by saying that sentence again? <laughs> vote Joe Exotic. Tiger King presidential campaign condom. Okay. And that's our show. Um, that, <laughs> that happens later in the show. Oh. That, <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, here we go. A new sealed Joe Exotic Tiger King original rare first edition condom. Guess how much it goes for. Oh, first edition? Uh-huh. Ooh, uh, still sealed? Yep. Uh, I'm going to guess with the popularity of this, it's going to be in the hundreds. I'm going to say like $200. Not bad. $225. Nice. And then this, uh, this baby can be yours. Oh, no. No. Well, I mean, you could, that, that baby can be, so you don't have another baby, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it, it is cheaper. It, it, is che- it, is che- it is cheaper than having a child. Oh, thanks for right. linking that bell. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to, I got to click it right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I'm gonna be click. I'm gonna click on this condom link. <laughs> oh, this could be yours, fans. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, maybe that'll end up in the in the show notes. We'll see. No, no interest have paid in full in six months. Uh, oh, you could, you could do a payment plan on it. You can do a payment plan. I've seen that on some of the more expensive toys. Oh, like, yep, not buying that. Fucking, and when you say toys, you mean actually? I mean figures. literal. Okay. Like, actual I, I want. I just want to make that very clear for our listeners what we're talking about. Okay, I I'm running out of things to talk about from this episode. Um, I guess sh- this is the part where we talk about our overall thoughts. Uh, sure. I'm okay with that. Um. What did what did I watch? Like, <laughs> I will give it some credit. There, it, it's well produced. It absolutely is. It's it, it it's you can tell they spent time with it. You know, they they put a budget into it. They being able to see all these interviews with these people is is really good and interesting. You know, um, they it's organized this first episode really well um, to. Mm-hmm kind of give me a general overview of like what I'm going to kind of come to expect hopefully in these it's, further it's episodes. It's a great thesis statement for the series. It is. I will I will grant you that. Without spoiling some of the big shockers. Yeah. You're like what the hell? Yeah, it opened my worldview up to a lot of new things that I had not really considered before. I'll just I'll just leave like it a, at that. Like a mullet? Like a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> um no, I, oh man. Um yeah, I I didn't hate it. I kind of liked it, and I'm going to watch another one soon, but I'll wait until you have some time and we can watch it together again. I I would like that. Okay. I would would appreciate that. It was a worldwide phenomenon for a reason. Yeah. And not just because everyone was inside because of pandemic and, well, I mean, it probably helped, but... It didn't hurt, but... Like you said, the, the, the producers of it, the documentarians that made it, mm-hmm. they understood how to make these characters just bad enough for you to, to be interested. Right. But not so bad that you didn't want to, like, there wasn't go away heat. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. You're you're interested to see how it pans out. Yes. Throughout the course of the of the of the presentation of it. If it was if everybody was squeaky clean and they just like, well, we disagree on these points, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that interesting. No, instead you've got him being like ranting and raving about that bitch Carol Baskins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, so freaking weird. Um, yeah, I, I your final thoughts on it on it in general? I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of it when I first watched it, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it watching it with you again. I thought of you when I first started watching. It was like Andrew is going to just be flabbergasted, and that's by all of this. Kind of. I mean, there were moments where we're watching it with using the Watch Party extension on Chrome, and like, so like we're like synced up as we're watching, and like there were times I had to pause and stop. Um, <laughs> I will describe to you one scene that I paused that was the most metal thing I've ever seen. Uh, the, it was, it wasn't Joe Exotic. It was the other guy, right? Doc? Uh, Doc, Doc Antle. Okay. Yes. So Doc Antle in his younger years where he's got long flowing black hair, he's got kind of curly, long flowing yes, black hair. He's got the most like seventies or eighties, like thick mustache. Horn sash. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big time. He is standing with a hawk on his shoulder and another, I think on his arm and yep. He's wearing a leather vest right out of something Ronnie James Dio would have wore in, like, his Holy Diver videos. And he's got a broadsword stuck into the ground, like, right in front of him. And as you pointed out, I'm pretty sure, like, a wrestling championship belt. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a big leather strap with, like, gold studs on it and stuff around his waist. So I had to pause. And (laughs) And a silver chain with a candlelit on it. (laughs) I had to pause and marvel at this because it was... The wildest shit that I have ever seen. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, it's that's on Netflix. If, if that guy was playing a bass, you would love him. A hundred percent. Like well, completely, completely. Um, all right. Well, if you want to go check out Tiger King, and if you haven't watched it, know that I was skeptical, but it's won me over. It took what six months for me to drag you kicking and screaming into if it. If that means anything, <laughs> go go watch it. Um, it's on Netflix. It'll continue to be, I'm sure, on Netflix for however long. It's not going anywhere. I think that does it for this summer viewing episode. I think it does. <laughs> oh, next time we're going to be back, though, with some more anime, more closely related to anime viewing. Uh, when we review Detective Pikachu, the 2019 movie with Adam. Very excited to do that. We'll be uh, talking about that, kind of breaking that down. Uh, and then, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be our next episode. So uh, shall we take off bill i think we should well it's been tuning japanese a podcast where two dang fellers right here talk about tigers and anime and shit i'm uh andy exotic and i'm barely holding on like joe exotic's eyebrow ring i'm bill (laughs) see y'all later we will never financially recover from this thanks for listening to tuning japanese for more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. 
please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Be like these great patrons. Superfan Matt, Brian Nash, Cameron Baird, and Christine Watson. This is the Tiger King gift shop where I have all of my stuff. We got honey, we got barbecue sauce, we have steak sauce, skin cream. I have sex gel for you and her. Sex gel. Uh, the best seller out of this gift shop is actually Tiger King underwear line. People just go crazy over them because they're all in animal print. And do you wear these yourself? I don't wear underwear. <laughs> you don't wear underwear? No. Oh. Free ball it. <laughs> wow.